0: Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Clay, it's our first time back since the new year. Happy New Year. Hey, happy
1: new year to you. Yeah, 2022.
0: 2022, that's crazy. Right, right. I don't understand why we don't have like flying cars and stuff yet.
1: Is that what is the Jetsons set?
0: Ooh, that's is a it good like question. 2050? We're getting closer. It was probably like 2001 and <laughs> <laughs> we're just that far behind. Although I do have a robot vacuum, so I always feel like that is- Ooh, a Roomba? Yeah. A DJ Roomba? I like feel like that's kind Center of Rack? futuristic. It is. Yeah. No, yeah. Mine, mine's name is Mr. Belvedere.
1: Ooh, that's an even better name. Isn't yeah. that cool? I still love the old fashioned vacuuming. I love the sound of the vacuum picking yeah. things up. You know, like we just got out of Christmas, like the sound of pine needles oh, being we, picked up by a vacuum it's as like therapeutic to call as it gets. The
0: pine needles though, I like to call them like Christmas confetti.
1: Ooh, that's got that fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you, if you find Christmas confetti all year round, that's yeah. fun.
1: <laughs> you probably do. Yeah.
0: What do you, for so for New Year's? Do you do like a you know, this is what I want to accomplish this year. I don't like to call them resolutions. Right. I like to call them experiments yes. or Stuff like that. A word so, for the year type deal. We're going to go
1: off on a little tangent here. But that's okay, right? We can yeah, do that in these things? Yeah. So, this is um, how I roll, yes. So tangent. one of the things I really enjoy, and it's going to take me a second to explain, is uh, called habits. So you're trying to develop a new habit. And so my brother tells this story. He did this thing called a misogi. He does these things. Misogi? Uh, misogi. It's a samurai term. And apparently what it means is that each year, every person should do something they don't know they can do. Because the older we get, the safer we get. And we get closer, we just don't try stuff anymore.
0: So the thing that you don't know that you know how to do is called a misogi. It's a
1: misogy, so the idea is that you try something that you, you actually don't know if you can accomplish it or not. Like you really don't know. So he did, so the example is he did stand-up paddleboarding. They went from the Channel Islands in Santa Barbara across open water, stand-up paddleboarding to the shore, that was the goal. Okay. He did it a couple times. And it was really hard. And he says when you sit in the water, and the waves are going. He's like, you can't even see the land. It's really far away. Oh, my word. And so what he realized was, because he was standing, then he's to his knees, then he was sitting down, was uh, I can control one thing. And that's my stroke. So I can practice finding the best stroke mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. So you try new things. And he finally found the right stroke that he could, could kind of maintain. He said, that's what you should do at New Year, is you find one simple thing you can get
0: better at. He's working that one thing over and over and over. He said, but you almost have to think I can't, there's no way I can do this. Right.
1: And so he just focused on the one stroke and then he looked up and they made it, it took him 12 hours. So they do this wow. thing. He's been doing it more and more. You, you find your, you find your edges, but it all comes down to developing small habits to accomplish that thing.
0: Okay. So that's so cool. Right. So I'm
1: trying to decide what the habit is. I think, I think it's going to continue to be Sabbath because right? I am so bad at it. Yeah. Um. So instead of like one word for the year, I'm going with four. Okay. Right? Cease, rest, embrace, feast. You know, you probably yes. heard that at church. Yeah. 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 So, but what about you? What is your...
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I like to do a word for the year that I focus on. And mm-hmm. so sometimes it will take me a few months to yeah. get into it. Yeah. What I wonder if my word is, oh, I just learned it at Spiritual Direction the other day. So I might say it wrong. It's a Hebrew word called mm. Hey, Hey, 90 is how I'm going to say it right now. I might be sorry people that know Hebrew that know I'm mispronouncing (laughs) it, but it it is the word that just means I am here. So Mm -hmm. when Moses was at the burning bush, he Mm -hmm. said, Hey, Yeah. And when, um, Abraham was like, God's saying, Hey, you need to sacrifice your son now. Yeah. It was the Hey, 90 moment. And so being to me, that represents being in the moment because I can be pretty poor at being in a moment. And so I mean, throughout December, even, I got to go to New York City, which was super yeah. cool. And there were so many moments where I like had to physically stop and say, you are standing in front of the Rockefeller tree. You are standing in front of the Rockefeller tree. And I almost <laughs> felt like it was a muscle that I needed yeah. to exercise. Yeah. And I hope to get yeah. in the habit of like just being present in the yeah. moment.
1: Well, I love about the, ha- the habit too is that there's grace in a habit because yeah. you don't get it right, but you're developing habits. So, yep. you know, it's going to take a little while. So. That's a really cool word, though.
0: Isn't that a cool word? Yeah. P90. Yeah.
1: I like it. Thanks. Oh, well, there you go. That We could be done right there, I think. I still, <laughs> that was good. Go I, I learned something. For the new something. Year. I know. You know.
0: That was cool. Tell me that word again. Miss. Misogi. Misogi. I'm going to look that up.
1: Yeah. they tried weird things like, they yeah, paddleboard across open water. They ran a 5K underwater. They tried that. And then they've been doing some different things. So I wouldn't know them all. But they're going to try to climb Mount Everest by climbing a... Uh, a tall building in Los Angeles, like counting like okay. how many steps they'd have to climb. I don't think he did that one, but just trying to find a thing with them. is physical yeah. that I don't know if I can do that thing, and but you kind of, you find your edges. You have to
0: find your habits. So, Very cool. Right. Thanks for yeah. teaching me. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah.
1: It's good. Hey, 90.
0: Hey, 90. Well,
1: I'm going to go with that's what it's called for now and until we're told differently. Yeah. So I'm going right. to go with that. Okay. Cool. So this year we are going to, we're working through the core values because we think they're important. Yeah. And so we're going to start with intimacy this month and we're going to work through all four and we're going to try to tie them into the sermon series. Yeah. Right. I love that idea. And so just a quick plug, if you haven't yet, uh, we think it's important to read the word of God. And so we've created these text groups where you and four people you're kind of held accountable, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not a big thing, but your leader reminds you each week, we're reading chapter one, reading chapter two, Friday says, mm-hmm. what it, what stood out to you? What was okay. interesting to you? What, what challenged you? You share a simple thing with your group and then we're learning from each other as we journey through the gospel according to Mark. So.
0: Okay. So let's say, so to prep for this specific podcast, mm-hmm. I was in Mark one, yes. as I assume you were too. So yes. let's say we're in a text group. Yep. So. I'm going to say, I'm the leader, and I'm going to say, hey, what stood out to you guys in Mark chapter 1? Yeah. What do you have, Clayton? What would you text back to me?
1: Well I would text back to you is it's, what I thought was so interesting was he just jumps into the story of Jesus. Like Jesus is on the scene and Jesus is, he's just, he is action, which yeah. is different than the other gospels a little bit mm-hmm. to me, I think. And so I think I was really struck by that Jesus has grown, And Jesus is declaring, almost declaring war on evil.
0: Yeah, we didn't start start with little baby Jesus in Mark, did we?
1: No, no,
0: I So then I would text back to the group. um, Let's see, I wrote it down here. Oh, so in this chapter is where he mentions the baptism Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit, Jesus being baptized by John, and then the dove descending on him. Mm -hmm. And then um, God just saying... This is my son right. whom I love. And so uh, what struck me about that, I like to look up things in different translations. Mm-hmm. This would be a lot to text. So to shorten it, I yeah. would probably just yeah. say uh, the baptism piece stood out to me. Yeah, And then everyone in the group can kind of go back and look at that like, oh, I wonder what stood out right. to them. Or right. you can get as in depth if you want to. Right. But now I'll go into my longer thing. Yes, do it. So as I was. Okay. So I looked up that verse in the message and then in the Passion Translation. Mm -hmm. So the NIV that we're the most familiar with, God says, You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. In the message, it reads, You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. Hmm. And then in Passion Translation, it says, you are my son, my cherished one, and my greatest delight is in you. And so then I just wrote like all the words that described Jesus in these translations. So pride, delight, chosen, marked, cherished, well-pleased, and loved. Hmm. I just liked all of those words. Yeah. yeah
1: those are all good words. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm thinking about our own definition for intimacy and what you're saying we say that we stand on the foundation that God is good and that he loves us. Yeah. You know, it's like Jesus hasn't done anything really. He's just
0: been himself. Yeah. And he grew up like that's all he's done so far Right. until God comes on him and says, I mean, leading up to this point, he was, we can see him in other gospels, um, in the temple, in his father's house, he calls it. And so we know that he was growing in Mm -hmm. wisdom and knowledge and in, intimacy with his father, but at that point is when everything that Jesus felt like the father must think about him. I feel like that was the moment where God like defined it. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you are correct in what you think of
1: me. I think think it was a month ago or two. I can't remember, but we kind of talked about how, uh, for a lot of us, um, do we really think that, that God or Jesus loves us? Like, what does that actually feel like or look like? And, um, I'm wondering right right now in this moment as people are listening, um, how do we help move us into, I guess, embracing um, how the father feels about Jesus. He feels about us, right? We are his brothers and sisters. I was wondering, I hope somehow the spirit does something in this moment to people Mm -hmm. that uh, almost like uh, this is (laughs) crazy. Oh, but almost like if there's just for a moment where it almost feels like, almost like a dove is fluttering down and laying it on you like right now, maybe like in like a, I sense the spirit in like a tingle or chill or just, I just know. I hope that happens right now.
0: I do too.
1: For those who are listening.
0: I do too.
1: Just so they know what Jesus knew that he was known
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that God is good.
0: See, I just got, I just got it. The shivers like he loves us. He does like without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt with so yeah and then when Jesus I mean I just I love putting myself in the story. So picture watching maybe how about I had just gotten baptized by John the Baptist cuz I'm I'm really buying into what he's saying. Yeah. I love this. I love that there's someone coming to save me. Right. And then here comes Jesus and John I see this man who I thought I really trusted and, or who I really trust and who, um, is speaking about the savior I want. And then John the Baptist just comes undone because here comes, and I wonder, is this the guy he's talking about? And then he doesn't want to baptize, you know, all these people, he's so eager to baptize all of us. And then like John sees Jesus becomes undone. Like, I am not worthy to baptize you. I think I would start to be like, what is happening here? And seeing that moment where he goes down under the water, comes back up and um, the dove, which doves were known as like one of the only clean foods, you know, there were all these rules people had to follow then the the Jews and stuff, because God called all of these things unclean, but doves were not, they were pure. They were. And so what are the chances that a dove comes, descends, and then like, I picture it just sitting on his shoulder Hmm. and like... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm viewing this like there's a clean animal, Jesus just got baptized and right. yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Which makes you wonder? The first time John met Jesus, the Holy Spirit fell upon him and he jumped. Yeah,
0: with when joy, they were both right? in utero, so right? So I just wonder yeah.
1: what happens in that moment to him. That's it's fun to. Th- I, mean, I love thinking about that kind of stuff. I do like too. let let the, let our our imagination, let the let the Spirit play with our imagination mm-hmm. and just kind of wonder. Because um, I was even learning, just even as Jesus going to see John, it was a it was a 10-day walk. Oh, wow. To get from Nazareth to where he'd get baptized. I did not know that. I didn't either. So for 10 days, he's walking along.
0: And how did Jesus know where John was? Like, right, right. they need to go find him. Right. Unless he just knew, well, they're, they're cousins, right? Right. And people
1: were getting they baptized have... out there. But I was like, that's like a... I just wonder what Jesus thought process yeah. is like as he's walking and moving towards this place. Because yeah. this is where ministry is going to begin, which kickstarts... Yeah. What's going to come next and um I don't know. It's fun to think about.
0: It's really cool to think about. So,
1: and just the humility of Jesus. Yeah. To be to be baptized to right. uh, to do what we need to do. Um Yeah. That's good. Hmm.
0: Speaking of the Holy Spirit moment and baptism, I feel like this ties well together. Last month, at the beginning of December, there was baptism service. Mhm. And there was a um, a believer that chose to get baptized. She had a, she has a really powerful story. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, as she was as she got baptized and went into the water and came up, I physically felt like a weight hmm. in the room, like on my head. I've never had this before. Where it was almost like a heat, a weight. And then she came up, and then I mean, I was also helping run the slideshow and the sound and stuff. So I kind of <laughs> had to like give back. But in that moment, it was such a beautiful Holy Spirit yeah. moment. Yeah. And so I wonder if I were in the story watching Jesus get baptized, if I would have felt that.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, moments of baptism are so, you know, because I was baptized as a baby Like yeah. I did my profession of faith. But I was in a group with a bunch of people who got baptized later in life as they were older. Okay. And we, you know, one baptism, two moments, two moments over times we're yeah. talking about. Um, and uh, the ones who got baptized as adults, that moment was so significant to them. They could really draw on that moment with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I wonder if there's more of us who should maybe consider a second baptism, it's not a second baptism, but no. w- one baptism,
0: two moments over time. Choosing into it for yourself, like. Graciously, right. if your parents chose that covenant for right. you, that's beautiful. Right. And then to have the opportunity, right. um, Third Church has, I mean, the whole congregation voted mm-hmm. and said, actually, we want to be able to seal this. If you want to choose into being baptism, almost, I don't want to say completing the process, because yeah. I do definitely feel like it's something the Lord is going to tell you if he's inviting you into right. it. Um, so if you're curious about it, definitely. Yeah email us or yeah. um, Clayton K at TRC Pella <laughs> um, if you're just curious about more information about that. But yeah. all that to say, like, it is a very sweet, yeah, yeah. a very sweet opportunity, right. very intimate, right? Right. right? Like one thing that if the Lord's inviting you into this and we're talking about intimacy today, like that's a really beautiful, intimate right. picture of your relationship with right. God, the father, son, and Holy spirit. Yeah.
1: So. Cause I, I think I'm wondering about that because, uh, so in, in the story, Jesus is baptized and the Mark's gospel says at that time. So he yeah. gets baptized. And then at that time, he goes to the wilderness. Yep. So one of the commentaries I was reading was saying that baptism and wilderness are always tied together. So you mm-hmm. are known, you are marked, you are loved. Now let's go out into the wilderness. And that's where, that's, that's life. Yeah. But we are baptized for a purpose yep. to go bring the kingdom with us. Yep. And so, I think that's also fascinating. Talk about things that jump out at you in the gospel. This is the only one that says that it doesn't say that Satan only tempted him for a short time. Yep, I believe it says he's with him the entire time being tested.
0: Yeah. Um, it does say so. So basically, it goes from. You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Well, the spirit descended on him like a Mm -hmm, dove. mm -hmm. You're my son. And then at once, the spirit, the same spirit that landed on him like a dove, sent him out into the desert. And he was in the desert 40 days being tempted by Satan. Yeah. Is what the NIV says. He was in the desert 40 days being tempted. I think a lot of times when I hear this story in other gospels too, you think he just has those three times right. where Satan right. tempts him. Right. Mark seems to say that a little differently, that right. the whole time right. the devil is just right there, which how we can all relate to that. Right. right. <laughs> how, you know, it is yeah. It's not like the devil just tempts us in moments. Like he's, he's yeah. always trying right. to right. tempt us.
1: Boy, I'm not, I'm not gonna be fighting time, and sorry for those you're on the team who turn, turn pages here, but it <laughs> makes me think of you know, in this in Genesis, with Cain and Abel, um, uh, the Lord talks to to Cain, and he says that sin is crouching at your door. What? So you know, so it desires to have you, but you must master it. You can only master it if you are known, if you mm-hmm. know if you know. Yeah. And you know you are known. Yep. provides opportunity to even in the wilderness, in temptation that never goes away to be able to master it because we do not we're not doing it because the spirit is upon Jesus, right? So yeah. we need him. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Really cool. I love Becky, you got me thinking. <laughs> I was like, you get me thinking.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're going through So, like we said before, we have there's four core values here mm-hmm. at third. So, intimacy, and then intimacy has four points under it right. that we believe about it. So, um, we've kind of talked about the first one, which is we stand on the foundation that God is good and he loves us. He works for the good in all things, and nothing is beyond his redemption. So, we talked about that a little bit, like how we saw Jesus. Mm-hmm display that for us. Um, I feel like we went over this. God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit and Holy Scripture, enabling us to uniquely encounter him. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit like how we felt the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next one, we are designed to live in spiritual rhythms that foster rest, revelation, and renewal. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that a little bit. What are some signs or how do you see that in your life, that you're designed to live in spiritual rhythms that foster the rest, revelation, and renewal?
1: Well, just me personally, I know that, uh, so to get little people in my house. And so if I don't, I, I've not historically been a morning person. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone has to be a morning person. We're all different. But I know for me that if I don't get up early mm-hmm. and sit in my chair with the Word and just time to be quiet and time to listen, time to read, I know I will not be a very good dad or husband that day. It'd okay. be a, it'd be a harder day to do those things. Sure. And so just, it's a really small thing, but i you know, I'll wake up early and I'll think I could sleep. So I could, mm-hmm. but I really think I probably have to get up. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, if I'm going to be who I think I'm supposed to be this day to love well and to be patient, mm-hmm. I am an impatient person. I'll say that I am not slow to anger. Like <laughs> the Lord is if I, uh, do not get up and have quiet moments to myself, just mm-hmm. with him, Yeah. to be known, yeah. to have intimacy. Um, what about you?
0: Yeah, I would say um, as we're really pressing into as a church body, the practice of Sabbath, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, I'm not good at it either. Like yeah. I'm pretty terrible at it. Um, By nature, I'm a laid back person. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm Sabbathing. So, you know, I'm really learning the difference because, man, I'm the first one. If someone's like, do you want to just go watch a movie, you know, put off this and let's go watch a movie or let's go. I am the quickest to say yes. But I'm learning like, while that maybe is restful, it's Mm -hmm. not the intentional Sabbath rest that I feel the Lord is inviting me into. I think it's a great thing to do. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm I'm learning a little bit more that the Lord is like He's wanting those those quiet moments right. and that being part of the Sabbath yeah. rest. Yeah. Um. So, and when I've had the moments of Sabbath, just yeah, like you said, I feel like I'm able to step more into who He has created me to be. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm more all the fruits of the spirit, right? Like right. I can see those. I'm not perfect at them, but I yeah. definitely see them coming out more. Like, yeah, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm able to bear more fruit right. when I am in these rhythms of um, the, the rest and renewal. Yeah. And then there's revelation in that too, the things right. that he um like right. stick out. And so, yeah.
1: I think too, just, um, I was just saying, yeah, I'm thinking when, when there is, when I have moments of, of intimacy of being known and knowing, you know, father, son, spirit, um, when I feel like I know them and they know me, I then am better at knowing those who I live in my house. Sure. I am better at noticing them, um, at wanting to notice them, uh, at wanting to call out the good things in them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you no, know, a while back and yeah. It's just a, a practical thought, I guess. But um, someone, I, if I read it somewhere, they said that uh, people, you think that the people in your life know you love them. They said they don't. You need to tell them. So we do that a lot, I think, where we, we think people know how we feel about mm-hmm. them. Um, but I don't know. Like Jesus, he, I think he wanted to hear the Father say that yeah. you are my son and who I love. I'm well pleased in you. Mm-hmm. Like if, they, if they need to do that... To let each other know. What would that look like for us, we need to do that. Then, yeah. And it, I, it seems to, it ha- happens the most for me when I have spent time knowing the Father, Son, and Spirit first, and then giving what I've received to other people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just something just in your own home life this this week, or uh, people that you love. Uh, make sure they know mm-hmm. you love them and what you see in them.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, And it's nothing you really need to strive for. I think it's a gift that God wants to give us. So Mm -hmm. even in your quiet time, like, Mm -hmm. Lord, what's a verse or a a word um, that you might have for uh, Tim today, my husband, or what's a word you'd have for my kids today? Um, He'll be faithful. Yeah. He'll give them to you.
1: Yeah. Agree. Hmm. So
0: yeah, that's good. Yeah. I love that yeah. practice. Go out and tell yeah. the people you love that you love them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of circles around saying the last thing I noticed was just, uh, um, so the the Sabbath practice this month is silence. We're trying, in service. Uh, we're just learning to be silent and just to listen. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, in Sabbath, what you're learning to do is just to, you're learning to remove the noise. Mm-hmm. And silence doesn't mean it has to be perfectly silent. Right. Right but you're getting rid of the things that
0: distract
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, um, I just love that Jesus, you know, after all this stuff, he, he just, he, he knows that. And he goes to be with people that he loves father and spirit. He spends time with them. So he goes off in the morning just, just to be quiet with them. And so I just, it struck me as I was reading, it was, I mean, he was probably having conversation. He wasn't just sitting quietly. Maybe he was, I don't know, but, uh, he was interacting in that, in that silence. Um, so that, I don't know. It's just, a what does that look like for your Sabbath practice yeah. this month or for your own life? Is it, is it, is it moments of, of true silence? Is it walks in nature mm-hmm. in silence? Mm-hmm. Um, is it walks in nature with, with worship music yeah. on? Um, I don't know. I could just, what do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I think it's January. So, so nice outside. So nice. I love. I've heard people do this before. When there's a blizzard, hmm. go out and walk in it because that's the time when it is the most silent. It's true. Blizzard is maybe a strong word. Don't like if it's dangerous. Don't go out. But
1: yeah, if like, you, you, at least go with the rope so you can come <laughs> back. Right, <laughs>
0: Laura Ingalls Wilder, rope to the barn. Um, but yeah, and that I found that, or yeah, winter just seems like a really quiet space. Right. And so what a what a perfect month to start looking for places to be silent. Yeah. Okay. So the fourth thing under intimacy says, as we walk with God, we learn or cultivate trust, adoration and worship, Hmm. which I think we've kind of started touching on this. Mm -hmm. Um, as we do our practices of Sabbath or, and specifically silence, um, Listening. I mean, when you start to sense the Lord is with you in your quiet times, I don't know how you can't have trust. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can't be just adore him being overcome with his love and adoring him Mm -hmm. that leading into worship. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so that looks different in many ways for many people.
1: Yeah, I think just even if you have, or if you're learning, if when you choose to practice Sabbath, uh, you're learning to trust. Because you, some guy wrote, uh, you're never ready for Sabbath. There's, yeah. there's always things to be done. There's always things you could be doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe things you think you should be doing. So the act of stopping and not is, uh, I like think he wrote, is like raging against you know. The world that we live in, yeah. which requires lots of trust, think yeah. things will get done and things will get done tomorrow, and I, I can I, I say so many things I don't know when I say them. But he said, even said that he felt like when he took, he trusted to take the day and just enjoy, mm. to cease, rest, embrace, and feast. He almost felt like he said it doesn't make any sense. The other days in the week had more hours. I've heard that. It's just like I had more time, and there wasn't more time.
0: It's almost like God injects extra time. Well, God is not confined right. or defined by right. any time, which is so crazy to right. think about. Right. But I definitely have experienced that. I'm not I'm not gonna promise every time you <laughs> have quiet time, you'll get the time back. But right. I think that God does honor that. Yeah. It minimally <laughs> yeah. to shift your perspective into right. things that truly matter or Right. The Hevel, <laughs> Like right. Right. a word from our Ecclesiastes right. series. Um yeah, I just think in time with God, our perspective is totally switched to mm-hmm. the things that matter more. So yeah, then then maybe to us time is doesn't mean what it once did before we were right in silence with the Lord. Right.
1: So. No, I just think of a Tim Keller quote. Just going back to where we began. How, you know, father, son, spirit, all in that first opening scene of Jesus, you know, I love you, spirit dwells upon him. And I guess Tim Keller, he said, No person in the Trinity insists the others revolve around him. Rather, each of them voluntarily circles and orbits around the others. So that's that trust. Trust allows you to not, don't orbit around me. Yeah. I'll orbit around you. Yeah. And so.
0: But every. Everyone in the Trinity, every Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they all have that same mentality. Like, right. I'll circle around you, right. I'll circle around you, I'll circle around you. Like, how much fun is that? That's really cool. And then we're actually invited to be in that too. So, right. Right. I'm saying to the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I'll, I'll circle around you. You stay there, but they're saying that to me right. too. So, you kind of, I kind of picture like a spirograph. Do you remember doing those? Like, mm-hmm. you have the little um, circle and then you you have like, I don't, I don't even know how it works. It's like magic, but you just are circle, circle, circling. And then eventually it makes a pattern and yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. That's what I picture. Like yeah. they're all just circling around each other, making a beautiful art piece.
1: So so fun. So we're we're just, we're so different. And so my my mind goes to my favorite <laughs> play in basketball, which is the extra pass.
0: <laughs> yes. W- tell me. So, let so, me so learn. I actually want to
1: conduct a s- study someday on the extra pass. So someone gets the ball and they have a good shot but they don't shoot it because there's a better shot. And they pass to their teammate for the better shot. So they could, it's a good shot. They're like, no, you shoot it, better shot, extra pass. And I'm gonna tell you what, I think if we ran a study, the extra pass goes in almost every time. You the person is like unselfish. We need to I'm study this. I'm telling you, this. it's amazing. It's a family, we, ha- we have a theory as a family about this extra pass. Okay. It's like, no, y- you shoot it. You take it. Yeah, I could, but you, no, I want you to do it. And I'm telling you, good things happen when you do that. That's really cool. That's... So it's just fun how we both imagine this
0: <laughs> I have this like an artsy craft thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have basketball. It is perfect. Yeah. That, that describes a lot if yeah. any of you are wondering about. So we have so much like, fun in here. I know, yeah. so good. But. All right. You got anything else on intimacy?
1: No, I think you just want to pray over those who are listening. Just maybe invite them to just a a quick moment of prayer before they move on in their days and just maybe bless them, Becky. Um, And uh, just as they're getting ready, we'll just, I don't know, take some big deep breaths. yeah, Just in and out and just be present where you are, like you were talking Mm -hmm. about. And I'm here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'd love that. So right now, listener, I just want to bless your spirit with Hanani, with the awareness that God is there with you and with your soul being able to say back to your father, I am here. Would he bless you right now with knowing how proud and delighted he is in you, how you are chosen, how you are marked, how you are cherished, how well pleased he is with you, and how loved you are. Amen.
1: Amen. Uh, If you'd like to join one of the reading text groups we talked about in this last episode, uh, just text the word MARK, M-A-R-K, to 855-521-2264. And just so you know, it's just two texts a week, and we just want to gently remind you to be in the Word, reading with a group of people who love Jesus too.
0: Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast.